Hey yo, hey yo, listen. Yo, what's good? You're listening to Sin. 90.7. Hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Damn you! You get hit the easy one. You're listening to Sin Hip Hop. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, so welcome back to Sin Hip Hop, guys. Tonight's guest and our artist is the very definition of hard hitting, and I'm not going to give too much away. But this man is one of Australia's leading artists in the hip-hop scene, in my very opinion. You can oppose me if you want. Um, he's made his mark in songwriting, producing since his first debut in 2017, constantly pushing boundaries in music and especially his live shows. As an honorable mention, I want to mention the bars because he keeps on coming. This man continues to make waves in hip-hop and the underground club culture. I want to give the warmest welcome on Sin Hip-Hop tonight to Ajale. My guy, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Oh, I'm like... I'm beyond production. <laughs> My day. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I love it. I, I didn't want to drag it out, to be honest, because I'm like, I don't know how to deliver this man his flowers in a way that he hasn't already heard it, because they're well-deserved. You've done something. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I felt, I felt the love just now. I appreciate it. <laughs> It's been a crazy year for everyone. And I'm one of the people that can say I needed this mixtape. Like On to the Next has been, um, it's just a project that delivered everything that we kind of didn't know we needed. And I feel like you left your little heart on the track. And I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I I did. I did. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Like I needed to put it out. So it's good to know that uh, people received it like that. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about um your mixtape from your perspective, like your point of view. What were you um delivering? Was it what you intended or was it just like going through the motions for you? Mm, I, I didn't really have any intentions like going into it. Uh I think um my last EP, Wildly Disparate Sounds, came out last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everything was ramping up after that, like people were listening to that and shows were happening. Um and then covid hit and then everything just died you know like i felt literal momentum um as it was happening and then everything just cut very unceremoniously so i was like all right what am what am i doing here so i just like yeah so i just started making a bunch of new music and just went into it without any expectations and i just tried to make things that excited me basically and there were some songs in there that were already kind of formulated and I'd show, you know, my my manager and my friends and stuff, and they said that it was, you know, good. And I was just kind of done with it at that point. So I had to like back to them again and like get reinvigorated um, to those particular songs. And then after a while, like just all of this stuff started to get put together and it looked like a project, but there was just so much stuff going on during COVID and uh, like, all this isolation and lockdown and all this racial unrest and all this political and climate turmoil and stuff. So I just wanted to like fill in pieces um, of how I was feeling within the stuff that was already kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it was like a bit of a collage. That's why I called it a mixtape because I just, I wanted to try and do and say as much as I could because I was just, I was going through it. I feel like that's, um, it's one of those moments we were talking about this off air and it's like, um, it's how pressure makes diamonds. And I feel like there was so much pressure coming from every angle, especially over the last two years. And if anything, Mm. there's this like really raw and relatable nature about your sound and your music. And 
it comes off like really well like it genuinely mm. i think you hear it so well through your lyrics but even just like the sound itself it creates such a mood sometimes that you're like yeah i feel like i was there with you like respectively i'm not don't anyone come for me and say i have studio sessions with the jolly but like <laughs> if it happens in the future i'm here for it but um yeah there's something that's like so open about that process and i want to know from you like where does that originate from like what inspires that um ability to kind of just like put it all on the line uh, i don't know i think um in order to make music in this genre uh and talk about things that people are interested in like I, like i've realized that i can't i can't flex like other people can flex. i can't posture like other people can posture because i just don't live that kind of life like mm -hmm. i don't i'm i'm very much like the people who are listening to my music so um in order to have something to talk about i have to like be as honest as possible mm -hmm. like with the stuff and things that i'm feeling so if i didn't it wouldn't come off as real and it, i wouldn't have half enough things to say honestly yeah. so i think that just that's just where it starts from if i want if uh when i'm whenever i'm making music it is kind of like therapy to me so i'm like just digging deep so i have enough to fill up a song really <laughs> <laughs> It's just filling up the glass, but I think that's um, that speaks true because it's like I'm I'm a personally a fiend for like mood boosters. So then I feel like your music takes me through like the ups and downs of things and hearing the messaging, like it's almost thought provoking. So sometimes I'm like, I I don't know if I'm questioning me or like the environment, but I'm like, okay, I can feel that it's you're on the ground with the people that you make music for. So then it's yeah, yeah, like it's it speaks volumes. I love that. Oh, that's so good to hear like that's um exactly the kind of feedback that anybody wants from from making music that it uh that it relates to people and like it's a it's a weird thing to try and make people relate to you like as a hip-hop artist in uh in a western culture and in in australia in particular it's like you know the things that i'm talking about um aren't universal to everybody in this society so it's um, I just have to be as personable as I can because, you know, I have to come from it as a, as a human so people who don't live this walk of life can try and understand it too. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's such a powerful thing, though, to use your music as like a reflective piece about the things that you're seeing, the things that you've experienced. And we spoke a little bit about this earlier, how you're mentioning like at the moment, because obviously this changes, but right now one of your favorite tracks is Juju. And I had to play earlier because I was like, I'm living for this song. Um, yeah. Is it one of the ones that you think, I guess you kind of just like put everything out there and you're able to put that raw emotion and influence that you were feeling at the time or? That one you were also just like there's a vibe and there's something that caught you about the track to be like it's that one at the moment um i think that one has always been a standout for me personally like throughout the entire process like even when it was just a beat and when i put my first verse on it and then when i sent it out like throughout that whole process i knew that there was something there because it just it took a very quick amount of time to do it like the beat took very it was a very quick turnaround yeah. for that one, especially with me. And I usually sometimes I labor over beats. Um, and this one came out so quickly, and the verse came out really quickly. And it, uh, like, I don't usually like step into my confidence like that. Like, mm -hmm. in, on that song, I was like flexing quite hard yeah. in terms of how 
complex um, and it felt natural to me and felt felt good to like to sit there and live in that and then when Dane Jordan um, jumped on that track like he did everything that I expected a feature on that track to do like he 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 took it somewhere where like I wasn't expecting but I was hoping to have someone fulfill mm. um, so that, that track was just like it for me <laughs> I love that because you you spoke about how like putting the beats together and like hearing it and some of that inspires your work and I think it's and it's an honorable mention because the sound design of like what you create like I know this will come out in the Grammys in the future when they're listing all your talents and the things that he does but I think you have this knack for like producing some unique sounds and I feel like that's part of your process. Like it's hearing it out and maybe it's creating and like picking and putting things together that gives it more, but there has to be mm. like something and this appreciation for like the auditory elements that you put in your music. So I'm like, hi, we see it. Yeah. For <laughs> noticing like, you know, I think the music that gets me most excited is when there's like, you know, small little flourishes of texture and stuff that are like, in one ear but not the other or like just come in for a brief moment and then never again on a yeah. track or something like that. um so I like to put surprises in um in certain things in terms of the sound design and that's where I started like before I started making beats I mean um, before I started rapping I was making beats for years and years and I was always trying to make music as experimental as I could and then when I started rapping, it became a process of like taking things out and pairing things back so that my voice was still um, cohesive, but it was like front and center and yeah. it was not taking away from my voice, but there were still elements that could catch you by surprise or could complement the whole thing and just make it feel like a vibe or atmosphere. Yeah, I think it's an insane vibe. And like you take it a step further because there's this like Afrocentric like involvement and percussion and I'm like oh that that takes me home a little bit but then it just mm. I think it ties in so well like you said like it it allows it to flow so well with your voice too and I'm like hi like he really sat in the room by himself and put it all together I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess that's that's definitely how, how it works like from people's reactions and, and and stuff like that I think that is definitely a strength of mine I'm realizing it's just mm. being a and, and, and having free reign to do exactly what I want to do. Like, I, I know that I have control issues for sure, definitely, <laughs> but it comes off good. It's like, you understand what, what I was, yeah, just let me do what I, okay. And, <laughs> I appreciate that. Admitting it is the first step. This is, <laughs> we've done wonders. <laughs> I am, I'm trying to, to learn about myself through my music and that's, that's definitely coming through for sure. I'm trying to figure out like how to keep doing that, especially like in the last two years when literally nothing, no new experiences have happened mm -hmm. for me, like because of everything that's happened, mm. um, trying to take a break from things. And I, I'm always making beats and stuff and the beats that I'm making now are like, they're vibey. Yeah. Like different, different things. I, I'm, I'm pivoting like quite hard from, from what has already happened mm. just because like the whole process of releasing something that's like 18 tracks and whatever is like exhausting It'd be so crazy. it's like letting your child go to school for the first time like I feel like that's yeah. the kind of like okay come back <laughs> exactly are you gonna be okay 
No, I love that. I think that's um, that's part of the process, but it just shows like your appreciation for the art itself on like the many hats that you wear in the process, but then also just like um, releasing it for more than just like the vocation of being like, nah, okay, it's done. It's done. It's still like something you're very attached to, which I think is cool. Look at me talking yeah. about how an artist processes their stuff. <laughs> You seem to you seem to know. You seem to understand. Yeah, I've got these bars. They're unreleased at the moment. So when you're ready to lay down a beat, we'll, <laughs> we'll put it together. <laughs> Yo, what's your email? What's your email? Where can I send you this beat? I love that. Let's create the accountability now. It's on air. Everyone's heard it. So at some point, I'll have to drop something. <laughs> And speaking of accountability, because I know I'll be railed for this, and I will, if I don't ask what everyone's already dying to know, do you have a favorite flavor of migraine? Original OG. Oh my day! You can you can you can like get some get some broccoli in there, you know, make it make it healthy. If you're feeling bad about yourself, you can get like boiled egg, fried egg. You can get a half boiled egg, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crack it open, and then the yolk goes everywhere. Listen, it's life changing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. There's a whole process to it. I think I'm doing it wrong because I'm a sucker for a, ma- a pack of Maggi noodles. So if anything, like the little cup is nostalgic enough to me because I'm like, am I going to burn the styrofoam this time? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate the simplicity and complexity of your flavor of migraine. Original, you had it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then in all things that's coming up, because I think I'll be forever criticized because I've been abusing your, to quote you, that last year was a doozy. I set up for 2020 at the start of the year, <laughs> heard you perform the song. So for the whole of 2022, I'll be saying it. And I think um, what's what's coming up for you, like we're on to the next part of um, this phase after releasing the project. So is there anything you're looking forward to or you're like, nah, I just want to be in this vibe and then see what comes out of it Mm, um i think just coming out of of, of covid like i'm i'm really excited to like face this social anxiety that's built up over the last how many months like i'm literally quite afraid of going outside Mm -hmm. so getting back on stage and and um and having that um sense of I guess power in a social situation will help the easing back into social situations. But so yeah. like shows for sure. I wanna I want to see how it feels to play this stuff live mm-hmm. um, after and release because it's it's just a different thing. Like when people have some sense of understanding of what the songs are instead of just being a demo that you're trying out. Because that's mm-hmm. how you heard like some of the tracks. Like so, I want to play more shows, and, and luckily I'm. Um, in line to do a, a few exciting ones and uh, I'm going to try and you know get some live instrumentation and backing in there and try and turn them into something different and yeah I think that's the most exciting part because anyone that listens to your music can understand um like how we're talking about the different elements that you include in so then I think when it's live and that's something that you're known for like it's taken to different lengths so all of mm. that like on stage and in such like a personal experience like if if you know that something's coming up, guys, and you don't go to this show, like, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. Because <laughs> if anything, it'll be an experience. I think that's, um, yeah, that's something I look forward to because you never expect it from you. You kind of just like, mm-hmm. I like the track. Like, what is what else is he going to do? 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm, I'm I'm trying to give to people when I play live. Cause people, they, I don't think anybody really like knows me um, for live shows just yet, but I've been doing it for a minute. So, and I feel like uh, just before COVID hit, I was just starting to get into a flow of confidence and like feeling like I'm meant to be up there, yeah. you know, because it takes a while to kind of step into those shoes. And um, I'm excited to to pick that up again and like, yeah, to show people what's good. I'm, I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> it's the season for it. I think um, no better, like no better place than right here in Melbourne. And um, mm. I know so there's a couple of shows. You're going to have some upcoming events, some launching events, maybe early December. There's Beyond the City, which is New Year's Eve. He's going to grace state mm-hmm. there. So if anything, um, I'll be there um, for everyone else. Hey. Make sure you'll be there. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, you had to, there's so much, I think, in terms of like rotation of music and stuff at the moment, but you had to kind of know that you're releasing a mixtape for the season, right? Yeah. I mean, I I tried to, you know, make like songs that were for the summer as well. So people could like, you know, step out to them and and get on that floor and, you know, express themselves as well, like as well, you know, telling some truths, but yeah, I want people to dance for sure. I love that. I think that's um, that, what you that. want music to do. Like you want it to create a mood, whether someone's in their house by themselves cleaning, which is currently my Sundays replaying the album, <laughs> <laughs> or it's literally just like um, in different environments. And I think the more of that that we have access to now, it'll shift it. We've just got to tiptoe into that. Cause like you said, it's, <laughs> it's touchy ground right now. <laughs> no one's trying to dive head first into being outside like that. Exactly. Exactly. I've always like loved music that that can shape shift and live with you like that exactly in in those moods like whether you're just at home in headphones or in large speakers so yeah um, I want to see how how it translates to the big wide world that's what we want if you haven't already guys you have to make sure that you go and stream onto the next make sure you're playing it as loud as possible don't send your mom or your neighbors my way because <laughs> you did it out of your own volition. Um, make sure you stay in tune with everything Ajale is doing at the moment. If you're looking for him on socials, it's Ajale official. I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. I feel like we've gotten a little bit more of you. We've gotten a little bit of understanding on the backing of this mixtape and there's more to come, obviously. Thank you so much for having me like uh, I love uh, being able to talk like intellectually about my music because it doesn't really happen so it's very validating I appreciate it we just have this interview playing on repeat guys (laughs) (laughs) no I love that make sure you check in if you do miss this interview it will be up on our socials on sin hip-hop but this is Michelle and you're listening to sin hip-hop That wraps up that interview, Sin Hip Hop Fam. But don't you worry, there's plenty more. You can always listen into our show from 8pm every Wednesday on 90.7 FM or sin.org.au. In the meantime, have a look at our socials. Just search Sin Hip Hop on Instagram, Facebook and Omni. 